Hello. There we go. Okay, cool. It's like, oh my god, I can't hear Pant anymore. Oh, I wasn't saying anything. That oh, <laughs> rut <Ruh-ruh. laughs> My bad. everyone and welcome to the fresh podcast market i'm panda and i'm here with my friend Teresa. how you doing Teresa? Panda, i don't know if i like fried oreos this makes me so sad here at the fresh podcast market <laughs> we are a real podcast about fake podcasts Teresa, is it your turn to go first no i think it's your turn but can, can we talk about fried oreos for a second well, I was going to lead that into an idea that I literally just had as we were talking just now. My first podcast idea is it would probably be a video podcast because I feel like a video component would be very good here. And it would just be a podcast where they fry random food to see whether or not it tastes good. And you are having a bit of a crisis here because you don't know whether or not you like fried Oreos. First of all, that sounds like a bad YouTube series from 2007. It it really does. Um, How about, let's, how about we workshop this bad boy a little bit? All right. Well, I did just think of it, so. Okay, okay. How about a podcast where somebody goes to, like, a state fair and it's them sampling all of, like, the fried food and all of, like, the carnival food that they can find? That does sound good, and especially because I feel like carnival food, even though there is the like general through line of frying random things that I feel like is present throughout all carnival food, I feel like there are regional differences that would probably be really cool to investigate and see like the differences between, say, like carnival food in like Mississippi versus like carnival food in like Washington State. Yeah. Have you ever had fried Kool-Aid before? No. No, I have not. I there didn't know go. that that was a thing until just yeah. a second ago. What the what the fuck is a fried Kool-Aid, Teresa? Okay, so I, as everybody knows, I'm from New Jersey. However, a lot of my friends live in Massachusetts. So I have been to the Big E uh, Cultural Festival the past mm, three years in a row now. <laughs> and it's the biggest like state fair in the east coast and there's like permanent fairgrounds in massachusetts and one of my best friends happens to live 15 minutes away so i usually go up for a weekend and then we sample all the food there and stuff like that and i buy like 16 chapsticks in one sitting and everybody's like what the fuck where'd you get all that chapstick from and i'm like haha i'm at the biggie lads (laughs) fried kool-aid is Pretty much Zeppeli dough with Kool-Aid mix sprinkled into it, and then they fry it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's basically like a Kool-Aid flavored Zeppeli, but it's referred to as fried Kool-Aid. I was imagining that they would like freeze like a cube of Kool-Aid and then dip it in some sort of batter and fry it. So that is different from what I imagine. 
Yeah, at least it could be that. Maybe I'm remembering wrong because I had it three years ago. Well, what you described sounds much better than just frying a cube of Kool-Aid and then probably having a crunchy batter exterior with liquid Kool-Aid in the center. (laughs) Yeah, that would be, it wouldn't even be liquid though, because unless it's like mixed with water. It wouldn't be liquid. It'd just be like Oh, powder. yeah. When I was thinking of Kool-Aid, I think of like like Kool-Aid mixed into water as in prepared Kool-Aid. So you make a Kool-Aid ice cube. That is what I envisioned when you said fried Kool-Aid because that's how you make like I've seen people fried make quote unquote fried. Or, well, yeah, or also like fried water. Like as, that's not like a thing that people eat. It's just like a LOL, we're frying water and you have to like freeze it and then fry it. Wild. So that was what I imagined. Do you do you do fairs ever at all? Are you a fair person? I like fairs. I don't go to a lot of fairs, but I like fairs. We don't have too many in this area specifically, but like from where where I'm from, which is about an hour and a half from here down on the coast, there are generally a couple of big fairs, especially during the summer. That's fine. In Big E, this year specifically, I had like little mini donuts, which are really good. They were like cinnamon sugar donuts. And I had like four different types of apple ciders. I had a miniature pumpkin pie. We got, I think, oh boy, I got an alcoholic drink that like really knocked me off my socks. And then I got like hit with the alcohol during a salad presentation. Oh my God, pen, that was horrifying. And then I ate a foot long. Wait, do- Hold on, hold on, run back. Did you say salad presentation? Yeah, there was like, you know how at some fairs it'll be like some guy on like a headset and he'd be like, and look at this salad that I'm making with my choppy bowl thing. And here I am, look at me go. I'm chopping up some lettuce and now I'm chopping up this some like tomato. An, and now like I'm an infomercial up. type thing, but in real life? Yeah. Okay. You've never, oh my God. I, I've seen this at like... We have this thing called, oh, I don't even remember what it, I think it's like Christmas Village or something. There's like a, like an indoor, somewhat Christmas themed market that happens in my hometown where like people, it's like, like people will have booths and stuff. And so I'll see people doing that there, but I usually don't see people like that at like state fairs. That's exactly what I am talking about. And I wanted a place to sit and I was like finishing up my drink. And I literally had one drink, but I think it was just like a mix of not having water the whole day and not really eaten since like 9am. And it was like 2pm at that point. And I had an alcoholic drink and like, um, my friend described it as she saw me lean back and my eyes just grew really, really wide. And was like, are you good? And I was like, I've been struck by alcohol. And she's like, <laughs> all right, you're, you're fine. And I was like, I am. But then I had a foot long corn dog and that was really good. That was the same day as the day that I wore the say no to pot shirt with the lobster on oh, it. Oh, I remember that. That's a good shirt. Also, the thing I was thinking is. of is called Christmas City. Christmas City. The aim is to sell things that you will give to like your friends and family for Christmas. Oh, it's actually really fun because they have like a lot of times they'll have like booths that are selling like homemade fudge and like 
different kinds of like dip mixes that you can try. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Mm. Oh, yes. Here I am. There's photos of me actually eating fried Oreos. But to go back to fried Oreos. So what is it about the fried Oreo that doesn't appeal to you? I think it's because I was expecting it to be more crunchy. It is definitely not crunchy. And it was soft and it was squishy. And I was expecting like not. Like a nice cookie crunch. Yeah. I'm sending you a very important set of photos. Where are you sending them? Via text message. Okay. I just wanted to know what to look out for. (laughs) What notification on do not disturb must I stare down? Basically. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should shove them in my fat gob again now that I know what they like, what the experience is, and maybe I'll like them more. But I was just so sad. I, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes the expectation versus reality can really hamper your experience when it comes to food. Oh, this place also has a shit ton of cheese, like, for up for grabs, like, for sampling. And my dude, I ate so much cheese. Aren't you lactose intolerant? Uh, only sometimes. No, I feel like the correct answer is I'm lactose intolerant, but I only care about it sometimes. Yeah, pretty much. Like, okay, so it used to be a lot worse when I was a kid, but now it's a lot better. So I can like eat cheese like two days in a row and not die. But like when I was younger, it'd be like, if I even breathed on cheese, my stomach was trying to kill me. Like I used to eat ice cream as a kid and I would get like super sick from it. And I'd like bust out of my bed in the middle of the night to like go to the bathroom. And I'd be like, why is God betraying me? And then my mom like from her bedroom be like, how much ice cream did you eat? And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, what would we name this podcast? fried cast how about all is fair in the name of food Fri- in the name of fight fried fried food that has a nice ring to it all is fair all is fair in the name of fried food yeah it's got a lot of nice f sounds in it because you could even go to like greek festivals and shit like that and as long as there's fried food you could be satisfied definitely but there's like other food like you could get like turkey legs and shit like that at fairs and those aren't fried i guess not but this would probably be focusing on like weird fried things not necessarily just like carnival food as a concept because like i feel like there's a difference between like oh you know you have like your standard carnival food but then you have like the booths that have like fried kool-aid or like you know stuff like that i feel like that the world of bizarre fried food is vast enough to encompass a podcast although however for the health of the host i would imagine that this would be either a bi-weekly or even a monthly podcast so they are not having to indulge in fried foods once a week every week i was gonna say maybe it could rotate like depending on what state you're in 
there'd be different correspondence or something like that. Perhaps, yeah. Having different hosts, especially if you maybe like maybe you have like one main host and then you have like a like rotating co-hosts who are more familiar with like the festival in question so they can give like maybe a little bit of history on the festival itself before getting into what it is that they'll be trying just as a bit of like interesting background fun i think that would work i'm I'm here for that setup i think that one wins for sure i think i just got your message with your pictures oh where (laughs) i'd seen a couple of these pictures (laughs) (laughs) the the drink that i'm taking a sippy out of is the one that destroyed me and it's the one where you have two straws (laughs) That's it. Oh, my this picture of you with the foot long corn dog is actually my favorite. Thank you. I was really like bummed at that point that the shadow was affecting the good photo, but also I think it kind of adds to the mystery of it all. <laughs> and then the last photo is me eating a fried Oreo and you could see I'm a little disappointed as I bite into it. Hmm, yeah. But it was worth it. Oh, which dog was that? That's peaches. Such valuable input. I know, I know. Truer words have never been spoken, Peach. The other day, not to not to sidebar from us. We would never about get off topic. Ideas. Never, ever, ever. The other day at like three o'clock in the morning, I was like, not me personally. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. But I heard whoa, 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 whoa. I was like. And then I hear Cork from the bedroom going, shut up. And then <laughs> I immediately fell back asleep. So I guess my dogs like saw a rabbit or something like that outside and barked at them at like three o'clock in the morning, which they never do. So I was like a little shooketh, but it was okay. Dogs are wild. I know. Who would have thought having animals living in your house would do that? But whatever. It's my turn. Those ungrateful bastards. You know, those yeah, sons. it is your turn. <laughs> those mothers. Those dogs. I was going to say those sons of bitches, but they, <laughs> they literally are. <laughs> Oldest joke in the book. <laughs> How about a podcast where people track retellings of fairy tales and folklores and fables and all that jazz and then they talk about how they would portray said fairy tale or something like that you know what i'm trying to say oh yeah so like they would like talk about like the history of it and then pitch like a reboot yeah and then they could actually talk about actual reboots as well yeah i love this nice yeah because like As much as I sort of loathe the fact that certain things being in the public domain means that we're going to get movies made out of them every few years as companies decide that they could try to make money off of something that doesn't cost them any money to buy. But I do love looking at the history of certain folk tales or fairy tales and sort of examining like the ways in which the adaptation of that story has changed based on different like cultural mores and like certain like societal ideas yeah around the time that the version of the story comes out or Mm -hmm. is like retold 
Yeah. And so, and I, I especially love the idea of at the end, after going through all of the history, pitching your own reboot, because yes. like, that's very good. I love, there can be so much creativity in taking a story that already exists and sort of twisting it and like making it into something else, but still keeping certain recognizable threads there. Yeah. I Or even like you could do talk about crossovers and stuff like that. I took yeah. a creative writing class in high school. Where we had to write fractured fairy tales. So we had to like combine like a fairy tale or a folklore or something like that with something that is also prevalent in pop culture. So I actually did the story of Rapunzel and Legally Blonde. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> and you have my undivided attention. So I love Legally Blonde like a lot. And I love, I actually Same. love like the original Rapunzel Grimm's fairy tale a lot too. Like I love. I'm not really familiar. Oh. Most of my familiarity with Rapunzel is through like common pop culture. Oh, so what happened was a king and a queen were neighbors with the witch. And when the queen was pregnant, she craved Rapunzel lettuce. And the only person who had Rapunzel lettuce was the witch who grew it next door. And obviously the king went down, took some of the Rapunzel lettuce. The witch stopped him. was like, what the fuck are you doing in my garden? And he was like, listen, my wife, she's... Oh no, oh no, I was about to say it. My wife, she's she's pregnant and she keeps craving this, like, this lettuce. Please, like, let me have some. And the witch is like, all right, bitch. But... On one condition. You gotta give me the baby. And this guy's like, shit! Okay, I guess. And... shit okay i guess yeah that's pretty much what happens like he just kind of gives up the baby and so rapunzel is in the tower which is still common knowledge and then the prince hears her sees her or some shit like that and falls in love with her and then if i recall correctly because i haven't read it in a while the witch finds him in like the tower pushes him and he lands into a pile of thorns which blinds him she's pregnant with twins and then he becomes like this weird blind beggar man and then he hears her voice and then she kisses him and then his eyes are healed or some shit like that i haven't read it in a really long time but so it's a lot more gruesome and i always liked that it was about eating lettuce like if this queen wasn't just if queen wasn't just craving lettuce you know not all of this would have been avoided but uh what i did was for my fractured fairy tale the prince rescues Rapunzel and then says that he doesn't want to be with her anymore. So she goes to law school to get back at him. And he's there too. He's obviously at Harvard Law too. And it's about her like being successful and knowing her own worth and saving herself kind of deal. I mean, I wrote it when I was like, what, 17? So, I mean, it's not. That's amazing and I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a favorite fairy tale? I 110% support Rapunzel going to law school. Ah, a favorite fairy tale. I don't know. Like, I like fairy tales a lot. I just, like, have never thought of what one would be, like, my favorite. Yeah, I guess. I have, like, favorites for everything. So I'm always like, what do you mean you don't have a favorite? It's kind of bad. I have a really hard time, like, picking a singular favorite when it comes to things. Because I'll be like, well, this is my favorite insert subcategory. And this is my favorite insert subcategory. 
I I've spoken about this before, but like I have, so I do do it through subcategories as well, but I also, there's a difference for me between the thing that I think is the absolute best that I've ever seen versus my favorite. Oh yeah, definitely. I totally get that. So I think that helps me figure out what I really like and like what I consider still like the most entertaining. Sorry, it's like Sleepy Time Junction over here. I was going to say, I don't know how I would modernize Rapunzel though. Do you have an idea for a fairy tale of how you would modernize it? I mean, I like the concept of like, we could even do mythology. Like, for instance, Echo, you know, not Echo, Narcissus. Yeah, that's the bitch who looked in the puddle. Yeah? Yeah, it sure fucking was. I mean, I would love like a bad, like, <laughs> social media's bad. <laughs> it's about narcissists. She, she, she looked too. She took too many Snapchats. <laughs> he took too many snaps. Like I just, I think shit like that is so stupid, and I love it. You know. Well, I first of all, I love people who are like, "Ooh, technology's bad." I'm like, shut the fuck up, go away. I don't know. I feel like. I think this would also eliminate the whole, like, we're going to do Alice in Wonderland, but this time she's on drugs. Like, yeah, like, eh. Alice in Wonderland isn't even, like, a fairy tale. I mean, yeah, I guess it is, if you want to consider it a a newer one. And I think it would be a really cool way to discover new fairy tales, like, not as well-known ones or ones from different cultures, because we have a very... uh, European-centric interest in fairy tales thanks to Disney and oh, shit like definitely. that. definitely. Like, I would love exploration into fairy tales from non-European countries because yeah. that's all we fucking learn about. Yeah, I took a mythology course in high school and I took a Native American lit class in college and a lot of those had really cool creation myths in it and, like, I learned about... I think her name was Sipapu, who was one, was a twin, and her twin, and she dug themselves out of the dirt and made the world, and I always thought that was cool as shit, and I actually named Neopet after her. Yeah, I named Neopet after her. Amazing. Thank you, which after we finish this episode, we discuss my anger towards Neopets.com absolutely they don't allow an other option for gender for your pet because that's all i really want right now but like that's such a cool concept and like how many people know about that creation myth not many i didn't until just now yeah and i probably butchered that whole entire story because i I, like i I read it 2014 2013 so i really don't it's been five years so i don't really remember I don't really remember it as well as I used to, but I remember I really, really enjoyed it. And like, I think this would be a really cool way for people to like share their favorite cultural stories and shit like that. And I just think it'd be a really great way to learn, but then also to make fun of things that like we all know and love. Like how many times are we going to get a Snow White in the Seven Dwarves? And it's like a hot girl living with a bunch of gross, slimy men in college, you know, like no shade to Amanda Bynes, but like... Wait, I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't catch that. Amanda Bynes? Why did my door just open? Oh, hi, Reg. Hello, good sir. We have a visitor. Isn't there an Amanda? 
<laughs> Abanda. Isn't there an Amanda Bynes movie called Sydney White and she's it's like Snow White and she lives with seven gross smelly guys in college or something like that? Uh, you might be right. I feel like I remember this movie coming out, but I didn't Sydney White. I don't think I ever saw it. it. But I think I had a friend who really liked it, and they ate a lot of hot pockets in that movie. Well, well, what do you know? I, I didn't know anything about this movie, and I never saw it. And so this is the first I'm learning that it's a Snow White knockoff. I'd assume it was right. No, it is. It is. Like I'm looking. I'm looking it up right now. It even and it, sounds like, like Snow White. It a hundred percent is. I just like didn't pay attention when this movie came out, and I didn't really care. Isn't she's the man taming of the shrew? Like it is. Uh, oh no, it's not. It's not taming of the shrew, but it is a Shakespeare. That's, taming of the shrew is ten things I hate about you, right? Yes. Yes. She's the man is Twelfth Night. There we go. Yes, Twelfth Night's my favorite. Clueless is Emma. Yes. I couldn't get more than seventy five pages through Emma, but I love Clueless. Doesn't your mom really like Emma? My mom just really likes the Brontes and Jane Austen a lot. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. She loves all those white ladies. (laughs) So what would we name this podcast? That is a good question. Uh, What do we name this podcast? What do we name this podcast? We can name it Fairy Flops. That's bad. Fairy Flops? Yeah. (laughs) I kind of like Fairy Flops. Fairy Flops. Stan Reboot. (laughs) Fairy Flops Reloaded. Fairy Flops. (laughs) Snow White 2. The Snow in (laughs) it. This time it's personal. Snow White 2. The Squeakle. Sleeping Beauty, Chipwrecked. <laughs> That's what I'm naming this episode when I put it up. Thank God. I'm so glad. Sleeping Beauty, Chipwrecked. The Squeakle is such a good name. I think we've run up our time. <laughs> if women are oppressed, then why Simon? What? <laughs> Have you never seen If Women Are Oppressed, Then Why Simon? No, I've, I've seen If... I've seen something along the lines of if blank are oppressed, then why or whatever, but I haven't seen that in particular. (laughs) Okay, let me give you a second. Okay, please find this meme for me. It's not even funny. I'm just tired. Then why, Simon? I like can't even. There it is. I'm just going to post it on Twitter because now I'm going to be thinking about it all fucking night. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, worm. Okay, I don't have a name for this podcast at all. That's fine. It doesn't matter. We we technically came up with one, but who cares? Fairy flops, which sounds like a bad. Okay, it's posted on Twitter if you want to see it. Yeah, I I got nothing. Yeah, I've never seen this meme before <laughs> ever. Fucking <laughs> funny. I don't know why I think it's so funny, but I do. If women are oppressed, then why Simon? If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at 
Fresh Pod Market. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You can follow me at Vicuna, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. You can also follow Fresh Podcast Market on Twitter at Fresh Podcast Market. And we also have... That's not right at all. Right, You can follow us at Fresh Pod Market. There we go. And on Tumblr... What about our Tumblr? You can follow us at Fresh Podcast Market. I've really been neglecting it. I'm sorry, lads. Forgive me. I'll fix it eventually. I've been con crunching this whole week, so I've been really neglecting everything in my life, truthfully. If you have ideas, you can send those to our Twitter, our Tumblr, or email, which is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. If you would like to support us on Kofi, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash Fresh Podcast Market. And if you liked our theme song, that was Cul-de-Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. Do we have any other things that we have to say? No. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we did all of it. I think we're done. All right, Pan. Let's go to bed. Bring it, bring it on home, Pan. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pan. Everybody, take a freaking nap. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Boat drinks. Boys in the band order boat drinks. Something to something.